Alright, so as part of Table Top Down Respective a few weeks ago, uh, the three of us, uh, as well as, uh, who was, oh, I forget her name, Brittany. Brittany was there. Was there a fifth player, though? Or we had Corey, it... but he wasn't, he didn't stay for the, the for what we're about to talk about. Yeah, because the game, that game was four player. Oh, it's four player. And he, cap, and he okay. was, it was getting late and he wanted to go home anyway. Okay, okay. Uh, but the three of us, sorry, four of us, uh, played, I don't even know the official name of it, the Resident Evil deck building game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's it that, called? That is John? the official name. Okay. Oh, that's it? I thought it was like Resident Evil, you know, Deadly Outbreak something. Outbreak City. Deadly yeah. Cards. Zombie yeah. Cards. Zombie Cards. Zombie Dice Cards. Maniac Mansion. Something like that. No, see, because you're in a mansion, and there's monsters in it. And if you open that door, the boss is there right away, and then you don't fight again for the rest of the game, pretty and much. And then you lose. And then you mm-hmm. lose. But when but I open the door, so many there's herbs, no one there, guys. like, hardly ever that's not super easy to kill. I know, so And the one time on I opened the door and I finally had enough firepower, I killed the boss. And then, me to win thus the ending the game, because it acts like the snitch. Alright, we should get Quidditch. more descriptive so people know what's going on, how this works. Yeah, so you um, got your cards. So yeah, deck building and... game. So you're selecting cards from a bunch of different decks, making your own personal deck stronger. Yeah, and you want to buy those herbs. You need so many herbs. You need give all you of them. Yeah, yeah, and then just keep collecting them for the whole game, and then Sean will win. Yes. And so then... what I do, if you want to win, is you, once yeah. you get a, some good firepower, some good ammo, then you start opening the doors, and when you open doors zombie monster things come out. And then if you can kill it, you get points, and whoever has the most points wins. Um, and that's basically it. You just keep fighting monsters until... I don't know what character were you? I was the like the worst one at the beginning of it. You were Claire. Oh, okay. Was that Claire? Yeah, you were Claire. Uh, Bernie was Sheva. I was Wesker. And Nathan, you were Barry. I was Barry. I was pretty happy about that. But, yeah. He has a big gun. Right. So I started, I got a huge lead, started racking up all these monsters. Then John fought the final boss, killing it, which sends us into the end game. And because I had more monsters than everyone, I win. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it so, ended in kind of a lackluster fashion, but oh well. That's yeah, it was kind of like a, a real clean sweep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's fun. I liked it. I want to play more trading card... Or not trading. I like trading card games as well. But I want to play more deck-building games. Yeah. I've only really played Dominion, and even then, only twice, I think. I'd like, so. to, I'd like to try Quarriers, which is the uh, the dice version of a deck-building game. I've never oh, even heard but, of that. People seem to like Citadels. I'm not sure if that qualifies, but... I haven't even heard I, of that either. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's not... I haven't found it very interesting, but people people were into it, so... It's one of those things where you arrive at a game night after a game's been selected, and they're just like, here, we'll deal you in. And then, yeah, sure. you're stuck for a while. What is Quarries, so. John? Uh, Quarriers is like Quarriers. is a deck-building game, but you use dice as the cards. So you put all your dice in a bag, you pull out five, and then you roll them, and then whatever happens to that is what you do on your turn. So how many oh, okay. dice are, do you get when you purchase this game? I... I want to say 50? it was 80 or 100 dice. Wow, okay. Yeah, but and you can get expansions as well, but like each dice respond, corresponds to a specific type. Like you put a card down and it'll say like, yeah, this is what this card does and what happens if you roll this specific number or this specific symbol. I think I think just the like the setup and how people's how the table will look 
deep into that game would look cool with all these dice everywhere. Yeah, no, I've played it before. It's actually, it's pretty fun. Um, It's a lot easier to set up than, say, Dominion or deck building Resident Evil. At least in my opinion. Right. Right, yeah, Resident Evil did take a bit. I, um, the only deck building I've played really is the Penny Arcade one, and I've played a digital version of that, so I didn't have to do any setup really. But yeah. But hey, speaking of dice. Yeah. Yeah. Mario Party, it's like a game oh. board, and you have to roll dice to take moves. Mario Party's a video game, top-down perspective. Now you're talking about dice. You go. Like, because there's the dice summit. Yeah, yeah I know. Dice the company. Yeah. Mine but, is okay. better. You're right. You do roll dice in Mario Party 2, and it's pretty good. There's cowboy hats. In all the Mario Parties, you roll dice, don't you? Yeah, but the bestest one. I played which, a lot of Mario Party the 3. One? Uh, 2 is the one I played yeah, the most. Two, 2 is really good. Everyone says but... two's good. Is that the cowboy hat on the cover? Yes. Yeah. Everyone always says it's the best one. I played three a lot. Three was also really good. I liked three quite a bit. I think I played Pass. a bunch of eight. I don't really remember. I, was I seven played the a one bit with of the eight. microphone? I don't think I seven played seven and six or six. Both had the microphone. Okay, yeah. They were on the GameCube, and I, I remember renting that, and I didn't get the microphone with it, so I didn't get to do those. When was the last one of those? Was that 3DS or something? Nine. Oh, on the Wii, okay. yeah. So that came out last year. Or... You just actually, that would probably be pretty cool for the Wii U, and you could have like I don't know. I could see the gamepad being kind of asynchronous cool with stuff. Yeah, that, the dice stuff is stuff. on the gamepad or whatever, and you could see. So I was kind of thinking about this with Fire Emblem as well. Games where you have like a big play area and be real zoomed in and tight on the gamepad, so for your dice or your character or whatever. But on the TV screen, it's just like huge wide out. You can't really use it. It's just kind of showing you the whole area. And it's more of just like for other people to watch and see what's going on. So there's just a big scope battle happening on right. the Right, so like on Mario Party, you would see like the entire board. Whereas on yeah. the gamepad, you would see, you know, your zoomed in thing. And as you pass the gamepad around, people would see that. Well, and um, by design, there's a bunch of one player versus the other three games in there. So that would work out too. Right. But yeah. Hey Hudson, Free get ideas. on that. You're right, and then yeah. whereas Fire Emblem, you know, you would just see the entire like arena, so you could see like, okay, I got to keep in mind that there's like a whole bunch of archers coming down from the top right. Mm-hmm. That would work. Like, that would be cool. Would online ruin that whole thing? Like, what? do you need the like Mario Party? Like, would you just kind of need everyone in the same room to have the same experience? I would assume so, because I remember, well, didn't, like, Mario Party DS come out, and people were like, it's not fun by yourself. Hmm. Or isn't, like, all the Mario Parties kind of just not fun by yourself? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, what, I feel yeah, like online, once, you've to unless, a point unless there was maybe some good yourself. chat, voice chat, and you were chatting with, like, people you know, I could see that being okay, but I still think it would be at a significant loss. Mm-hmm. Even more depressing than playing Nintendo Land by yourself. Right, but at least Nintendo Land, it doesn't. It, you can't say it's like a party by yourself, whereas Mario Party is a party by yourself in that scenario. Yeah, solo party. Mm-hmm. Have the best solo party. Hey, uh, Nathan, why don't you uh, tell us what? Oh, you know what? Shut up. What? Shut your shut your mouth. Oh, but okay. Because it is uh it is March eighth. I'm your host Sean Booker, and I'm joined with Nathan Rohr. Oh, oh, hey, yeah, hello, and. Uh, John Wheeler. You. And now, Nathan, why don't you tell us what you've been playing? Okay. Remember, we got to um, do things in a specific order. 
yeah, I guess we kind of talked about the tradition, like the transition, and then didn't actually do the thing. But okay, um, I played really pretty much just one game this week, but I played a lot of it. Um, The Legend of Zelda: Skyward Sword. All right, now I'm kind of curious to hear your opinion on this because you've actually been enjoying it, haven't you? You've been Quite going up bit. and down. I've seen. Uh, for the most part, I've really enjoyed it. It was, like, one dungeon that really kind of ruined the momentum for a while. Was it the desert one? Um, well, it was a desert one. It was, like, they kind of make you return to the same areas, and then there's another temple there, um, in the latter half of the game. I had heard something about a desert temple was, what, like, a down point in the game from a lot of people. I'm hoping, like, because I really like the first Desert Temple because you're in this, like, crazy robot factory and there's a lot of the time crystals like switching that I was looking forward to. Yeah, well, no, the ship is the fifth one. And that one I found extremely irritating just because... That's the one people like! I like getting there, but I don't like playing it because it's just so big. Like, I my, my kind of description, like, I think my main reason why I thought it was just irritating is because... The scope of that dungeon is, like, really wide hallways and really long places to run because you just got the bow, and they want you to snipe dudes from, like, far away. But that just results in you kind of having to run across these giant empty hallways and whatnot just to get to places, and then you're still kind of backtracking a lot through this dungeon to hit the time crystal up top of the ship and whatever. Like, it was, there was just so much travel time that was exasperating all of the puzzles in that one, and I just got really annoyed. And it also seemed largely in service of there being a big, cool, cinematic boss battle thing at the end, which I was just so... just I didn't really care much about. Like, that squid or whatever. Like, there's this giant tentacle thing that's shaking oh, right, the yeah, ship yeah. around. Like, it's it kind of starts doing Uncharted-type stuff, in a way. Like, it's like, set piece, look at that, there's tentacles in that hallway. And you're just like... Whereas I was just like, oh, that's why that hallway was so long and boring. So there could be tentacles in it later. I don't, I don't know. I was just kind of Ta-da. not into that. Yeah. Like, I, people don't like the first time dungeon? Because that was great. There's robots. I'm, I'm forgetting. And, what is the first time dungeon? Uh, like, well, first of all, like, unlocking it is kind of cool. There's this big clockwork mechanism in the, the runes of this mining facility. And then you activate these generators and it rises out of the ground. Um, and then, yeah, it's a bunch of robots. Like, you're basically switching between back when this uh, factory was open and, like, a thousand years later when it's, like, a rusted-up rune. So, yeah. yeah I think it's, it's all just kind of blending together for me. Oh, okay. Have you done the part um, where you're on, like, a roller coaster? Yeah, that was to get to the dungeon I didn't like. Okay. Yeah, like, a lot of the stuff leading up to that dungeon I thought was really cool. Like, you're hanging out with this ship captain who's looking for his ship, and, like, you're going to these weird kind of sad islands and then turning them back and seeing what they used to look like and whatever. And that's where you're literally sailing on the sand. I like that one. Because, yeah, it's like turning to water beneath you. Yeah. Um, cool. I kind of wish you could get out and swim around, but it, they kind of don't. They just well, don't. isn't the whole There's point that there. only, like, this small radius around the ship is right. in the past? But you don't really get to play with that weird dynamic of having, like, the shore move with you, so you could just climb out of the water onto desert. Like, they just kind of avoid that by just making it... No, you're just oh, in the sure. surf. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, I still thought it, that it, was just kind of cool looking. Yeah, it was still still a cool visual and everything. And yeah, like, so I was, I was weighing all of that stuff and, like, unearthing where this boat was and everything. But then when I was actually on the ship, like, the initial getting the bow was really cool, because, like, it controls really well. 
Um, it, right. It's ba basically the Wii Sports Resort kind of thing yet again. But yeah, the the aiming on that thing is really really nice. Um, so like initially I was like, oh man, this is awesome. I was shooting all these moco goblins or whatever they call them. Um, mocoblins, whatever. They're they're bad guys. Um, and then immediately after that, when the rest of the dungeon happened, I just got kind of annoyed. Um, so yeah, th that was my least favorite part of the game. Now I'm in, I th think might be the last main temple anyway, like the last fire I need for the sword. Uh, it's a, another fire-themed one. Um, that, I, I guess I was a little annoyed with how that started off. There was a lot of kind of, no, you can't unlock this yet. You have to go back to this other area talk to this guy, get a thing, come back, do an escort mission, and then you can actually go in the dungeon. So it was just kind of like a lot of busy work before you could actually get going. But overall, like, I mean, I, I will say, like, just to shine a light on the previous, like, 25 hours of experience, like, I really, really like how it controls in a way that, like, I wasn't expecting from the motion control stuff. Like, it just really attaches you to everything that's going on in a really cool way. Right, yeah, you're just pointing out, like, the low points, but on the other side of that, you put, like, yeah, 30 like, hours into this there game. Yeah, like, there was, like, a clear moment, like, I forget what dungeon it would, probably probably the third one, like, or fourth one, hanging to the fourth one or whatever, where I was just like, this might be one of my favorite of these, because this is really good. Like, this Favorite Zelda's? Good stuff. Favorite Zelda's. It, it, like yeah, it just, it's it's definitely a good one. Do you like the parts where you kind of go to like the nighttime world? And you have to, like, collect those things. Oh, like the Silent Realm, where yeah. you have to collect the tears or whatever to enhance your spirit. Yeah. Ah, uh, they're not the best, but there's oh, only I like th those. Oh, okay. There's only three. Like it, it kind of has yeah. a weird horror kind of thing to it because there's these weird guardians and they'll chase you around. Um, right, but it almost becomes like I, I think I like that so much because it's almost just like a puzzle at that point. Like, okay, I need like to how do this I one, navigate this, this environment in the best order to make this easy? Like, yeah, yeah there there was some good tension there. Like, it, it's more just like the one time I totally screwed up and got seen by one of the little lantern things. Like, it was like a little ghost, and then he spotted me, and then it was sure. like, oh no! And but yeah. then you just got a haul ass, and I love that. I know the the frantic chase is pretty cool, but parts of the kind of stealthy thing. Like, it kind of brought back weird memories of that that one temple in Phantom Hourglass I was not into, where you're kind of sneaking around from super powerful things that just hit you. Okay. So I don't even remember It's that. better than that, though, and there's less of them. So, yeah, no, it was okay. Um, but so you're I definitely going to finish it? Oh, yeah. No, there's enough momentum now where I'm going to go back and polish that off. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Just... The I like how they make you kind of twist around keys and stuff and just put stuff in things and turn a lot of like just motion things that seem kind of gimmicky but make you feel like you're actually opening these giant doors and swinging things like the whip is really great uh dis I, I like the despite it being kind of a water temple with a lot of awkward swimming and stuff the third I guess it was the third temple oh, oh I, don't, I think that was my least favorite because I just don't like the water stuff yeah. Oh wait! Oh no, that was the f that was the fourth one. I think that yeah, was that fourth. was fourth. Yeah, because it's back to like uh, the forest when, place, right? Yeah, there's the water dragon opens it up for you and everything. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that one I was like, while I was initially playing it, I didn't really like it, but I just liked how it looked a lot. It was nice, a gold giant mechanism in the center and all this stuff. Like it, it kind of came together in a really cool way. And then the whip stuff was really fun. I like so, the the bug. The yeah, the beetle thing that you fly around. Fire I, 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 I like using that. I just like that there's a crafting system, and oh, that does bring me to like 
probably my most minor nag of the game, though. Like, I'm not sure if this is just a, like, thing for everybody, but whenever I get new crafting materials after I've put it down for a while, it'll just act like I've never seen it before. And over the course of, like, 30 hours, that just becomes annoying. Like, it's just, like, Link's just getting super excited about picking up some more slime jelly, and you're just like, you have 26 of those. Oh, right, like, I do remember that. I think it's like, every time you, like, re-enter an area, yeah, it'll tell it, you it, again it just for the first time. Yeah, pretends everything you're picking up is new again. Like, not everything, but all that stuff, and it's just like, it'll show him pick it up, give you the description again, and go to the menu and show him put it, like, in yep. the... Yep. It's like... Why? Why? Or bugs too? It'll it'll do that with bugs you've caught before. Luckily, bugs you can like easily avoid. Whereas yeah. those the crafting I'm stuff really... sometimes you might just run over top of one. Yeah, and I I don't mind collecting that stuff because I do like buffering up my shields and whatever and all that stuff. But the bugs are they literally just for the potions? Like it I seems th- like they're I think so I don't remember. Yeah, like that. there's a potion guy that can enhance potions you have. Um, I only have two empty bottles still, though, so I'm not. I sure had quite a bit. I, th- I think you're missing some. Have you d- have you been doing many side quests? Uh, I've been like there was one area where I went back after I got the dousing ability for the goddess cubes, and I okay. was looking for more of those. Um, I I should probably go to some other areas. I I kind of do just like traveling around in that environment with all your kit or whatever. Once you have all your stuff, um, it's kind of just fun to go back and do that stuff. Yeah, like, I know um, there's a lot of little tiny islands up in, like, Skyland or whatever it is. Yeah. That have side, a lot of side quests, so... I would look yeah. up, like, a like a side quest guide and just see what you what you can do. Yeah, before I went to the last dungeon, I spent probably an hour or something just flying around getting those and doing, like, little things. I, need, I really need to solve... There's been one side quest since the beginning of the game where there's this girl missing that I just haven't dealt with because I don't know where the graveyard is. But... Right. I should probably look into that too. But at, anyway, at, like I'm generally really enjoying the game. I'm really impressed with how much motion stuff they put in it. It looks really nice. Like it's it's upscanning. I'm I'm playing on the Wii U, but either way, it's just nice and colorful. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Good job, guys. And apparently, like I look back at the critical response to this game, everyone loved it when it came out. It wasn't like some weird hate party for this game. I think it was just like. Giant Bomb was kind of like, eh, it's alright. And that give was it like a the five? one opinion. I they gave it a four. four. They gave it a four, and just, I forget what problems they cited. It's a good like, score. That, it's a good score, but they weren't, like, foaming out the mouth about it, and they definitely said, like, the beginning of it was kind of slow and awkward, which, like, right. compared like, I, to I just other feel games. Like th- maybe we just didn't hear a ton from Giant Bomb, because, like, only one of them played it. Yeah, I remember Vinny gave up on it, because he didn't like tabbing through the text. Sure. You know? And that probably put me off a bit. It was just like, oh no. Well, I guess I'll, I don't know. And then I was just, just kind of forgot about it. Because it's been like a year and a half. So this is like yeah. an old party. But I've been having a really great time with that. So I recommend Zelda fans. Check it out if you haven't. Um, And yeah, I don't know. Thanks, Sean. Thanks for lending it to me. And yeah, no I'll keep playing it. I'll finish that up. But yeah. then I, I, I don't know. That was like the whole week. It was just like I'd get home and boot that up again like i maybe some iphone stuff in here here and there but really that was the focus so yeah all right john i understand you've been playing the same as usual mm-hmm. aka fire emblem awakening yeah i played some more that too. yeah where are you at uh chapter 14 so many, i'm at i'm at the point where like the story takes an interesting twist but obviously i can't say it because it's ma- major spoilers for the game 
Yeah, I think I know. Okay. I think I'm exactly where you are. There's like a whole bunch of like paralogs just opened up for me. Yep. Yeah. So there's this one specific one. I think it's paralog 14. It's over in like the bottom right. It's a desert one. I actually do not have that paralog. Okay. Hmm. Because uh, it depends on. It's hard to say this without spoiling anything. Oh wait, it's probably a kid one. Now that I think about it. Because Close. there's a couple characters that look really similar. Yeah, well, that that's what it, it is a kid paralog, but right, okay. I, like I'm like I'm like stepping around that because I don't want to say whose it is and whatnot. Yeah, I don't and, think that's much of a spoiler, but whatever. Doesn't, well, doesn't I, wait, well, I, I think it kind of is because that's a big thing. Like, oh, suddenly this happens, and then oh, sure, okay, I see what you mean. Then yeah, we'll just I'll just okay, I know what. So that that's why right. I'm I'm stepping around it, but right, yeah. okay. So either way, paralog fourteen. I think I've played it literally 20 times. I can't seem to get through it without losing someone because it has so many like enemies that keep coming into the area and I love that. But it's always like I'll be able to wipe out like almost every single one of them but then just one of my characters I couldn't get them for far away enough and they're one of my weak guys or whatever. They always get killed. But I think there's like like I want to say like 5 or 6 additional sets of enemies come in throughout that er- chapter. Jeez. It is intense. Um, but I, so it's probably my favorite one because I'm just like hitting my head against it so much. And it's, I mean, it's almost stopping me from playing any other level. Cause it's like, I've been playing this one so much. I almost know this one like through and through. I don't want to turn my back on it. I just want to beat it. Cause I know I can, I can outthink this level, but yeah, it's a good game. Really 14? good game. I think it's Paralog 14, yeah. Oh, yeah, no. It, yeah, Shadow in the Sands is what it's called. I definitely yep. do not. I'm not even remotely close to getting that one. That one. Uh, there's a, I'll uh, just say right now, there's a point in the story where there are a bunch of optional ones that open up depending on some of your choices earlier in the game. Or even at that point in the game, you can still unlock well, it's, them at It's that just point. all based on like support stuff, right? Yeah, so like yeah, so. depending on your your levels of support for other characters. Okay. Like that specific character, I never use. Okay, I used that one from the beginning. Um, I'm actually starting to use them now just because I'm like, oh, I would like to unlock the rest of the missions. Right, I'm, I'm doing that a bit more as well. But I highly recommend playing through Chapter 14, or Paralogue 14, and uh, and just like trying to fight every single cre- enemy because it's insane. It's intense. Mm-hmm. Anything else, though? Uh, technically, I've played a lot for a bunch of live streams. I've done like three separate live streams, I think, since we last recorded. Okay, but uh, I don't want to count them all because that's like thirty different games. So, so anything really, the only game I played for recreation. Or... Hmm. Is there anything like you want to discuss, or are you just you're good? Yeah, Castlevania One. I, I beat Castlevania One for the first time last night. History. And then it's I just started short, playing random games, really. whatever my backlog suggested. So I ended up playing like Where in Time is Carmen San Diego. Nice. Uh, Bump and Jump, Strider Two. Uh, it recommended Dead or Alive Extreme to at one point, but I opted against that. <laughs> yeah, that game. That iced tea. You should play through Devil May Cry, so when I come up at the end of this month, I can get it from you. I should, but I have a copy of Tomb Raider sitting on my desk right now that I really want to start playing. Then you, you should, should just finish Revenge Devil May Cry what to happened? me, and I'll give it back to you before you probably will have gotten to it. Revengeance. And Revengeance. I want that as well. <laughs> Revengeance is sitting in the same pile as Devil May Cry. Isn't that okay. game also like five hours long? They're both about that length. Devil May Cry's not that long either. 
Okay. Eight it's if it's you longer than Rising, but... Yeah. I want to borrow those games. Okay. I'll see okay. what I can do. Sounds good. Uh, I guess we'll move on to me? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I'll get the small stuff out of the way. I played a game called Monsters Love Candy. Is it's, that true? Um, it is a Windows 8 game. It's one of the free ones with achievements, so that's why okay. I got it. Mm-hmm. Um... It's basically bejeweled, except you can kind of, instead of only matching three, you can match as many as there are connecting, so you can get like 18 matching and stuff. Okay. Mixed with Pokemon? Kind of? you win the monsters after you've got a combo? Kind of, yeah. You go to, so it's, you go to like, you know, I'll go to world like 1-1 kind of, right? Like there's like the forest world and there's like eight levels inside that. And there'll be a monster there, and if you can get your multiplier to whatever the highest multiplier is, at the beginning of the game it's usually like four, you will yeah. you will collect that monster. And then What do you do with your monsters? When you go into a new level, you can bring the monster in, and they'll have special items that'll just start appearing on the board that'll like boost your multiplier faster, or slow the timer down, and stuff like okay. that. Um, the problem with this game, it, 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 sorry, blah, blah. It has so much microtransactions, I got almost, like, disgusted. Was it free initially, or...? It is free, yes. Okay. But it's just, but, like... Well, I guess yeah. you're right, so I shouldn't be disgusted, because I didn't pay anything for it. Mm-hmm. But even bringing a monster into my game costs coins. Um, you can purchase all the levels if you want, you run out of coins really quickly, and then... Gems are like if you want gems, you can pay money for gems, so they have their two currencies. Yeah, but yeah, I just That's, got super yeah, turned off. That is kind of gross. Like it just like trying to cutesify a kind of gross economy behind. And it, like it got games. to the point where it was like, oh man, you didn't get this monster, you didn't get the score multiplier. Hey, for thirty seconds, you can if you give us one gem, we'll give you an extra thirty seconds. And I had one gem because you get one for like leveling up. So I was like, yeah. okay. And then the next time I do it, it was like, you know what? If you want an extra 30 seconds, how about you give us like two bucks? And it's like, <laughs> how about you go fuck yourself? Yeah. Uninstalled. I'm done. Thanks for the one achievement point I got or whatever it was. Yeah. I guess um, on that, like I did play a game called Dungeon which at least doesn't do that is probably the best thing you can say about it. You pay $2 and then you can just play the game. Um, But the act of actually going through dungeons I found kind of repetitive, but it's... It was okay, I guess. Cute art style, and right. you're clicking on stuff. You know, free to play. You know, microtransactions. That's the future, right? So, I, I don't know. I hope not. It's getting kind of weird. But, uh, the next game I'll talk about is uh, Adara. Adara. I think it's Adara. Mm-hmm. This is a point-and-click adventure game on Windows 8. The first episode is free, so that's why I have it. And out of all the free Windows games I've mentioned, this is the best one easily. Okay. There's no microtransactions. There's just, you know, do you want to buy the next episode? And episode 2 and 3 are out for 5 and $4, respectively, and episode 4 is on its way. Mm-hmm. So it's just straight-up point-and-click adventure with some puzzle stuff. Uh, it looks really nice. It's, it's pretty easy, I'll say that, and the hint system kind of gives things away really quickly. But the story's kind of intriguing, and it just has a really nice look to it. And I got, I think I got like 200-some-odd achievements for it. So it's pretty good for points as well. 
Um, so if anyone has access to Windows 8, I recommend Episode 1 Adara. I'm actually thinking of purchasing Episode 2 to continue with it. Okay. But I'm kind of hoping maybe, like, eventually it'll just kind of... The, all the episodes will go on sale, and I'll just, like, pick them all up for cheap or something. Because nothing's really pulling me to that game. But, yeah, Adara was kind of cool. I will say that. Um, developers... I kind of just looked them up for curiosity. They've done nothing of note. It's kind of all just been like, oh, you guys needed a Chuck E. Cheese game for something like Facebook? Okay, we'll do that, I guess. Okay. So, yeah, just I forget who it is at the moment. I, I can probably easily look that up. Adara. No, and that's as much effort as I'm putting in. Okay. Okay. So, big release of last week? No. Two weeks ago? I think it was two weeks ago this came out. Which game? Runner 2. Yeah, two weeks ago sounds right. Two weeks ago. Yeah, because it was like the only thing, I believe, of note. Anyway, full title, BitTrip Presents Runner 2 Future Legend of Rhythm Alien, which is a really great name. Um, I played through all of that. Beat that game. That game's fantastic. Wait, you beat the whole thing? Yes. Like, did you ever beat Runner 1? I don't think you did. I, I got to the last world, and I kind of stopped. Nathan's the one that was a baby and is thinks it's too hard. Yeah, that game's no fun. There, point. There it is. Yeah, yeah. you said it. I'm the one that, yeah, so I got you. to, like, the last world in, in uh, Runner 1. Uh, I just kind of stopped. It was kind of just, like, a one weekend. We got as far as I could, and then just kind of didn't go back to it. Either way, Runner 2 played the whole thing. There's five worlds, uh, 20 levels in each world. Uh, it has a really great, like, personality to it. It's just kind of weird and just bizarre, and we, it's just a kind of a weird game, and the reasons you're doing these things are, I don't know, hard to explain. But it it's lots of fun. For those who don't know, it's basically like an endless runner that has an end, I guess? That's how you describe it? Like, so there's levels... It. Right, yeah. So your character's constantly running, and you just need to jump and slide and punch and block your way through all the obstacles. There's a whole bunch of new obstacles in this one. Well, you're also in... collecting gold and stuff still, right? Or Right, yep, yep. And that's how okay. you get perfects. Like, if you're a completionist, this game will take forever, because not only can you get a perfect score by getting all the gold and multipliers in a level, but if you do get all the gold and multipliers, you get access to a cannon that'll shoot you out onto a bullseye, like dartboard kind of thing, that if you get a bullseye, you get a perfect plus, and you can do that for both easy, or for all easy, medium, and hard. So it's possible to get a triple perfect plus on a level Mm, before fully completing it, which I did not do that. I will say that right now. I played through all the levels on normal and got what I got. That, That was what I did. But if you're way into, like, I need... And to be fair, like, if you put it up to hard, it's basically giving you, like, another level because it's just adding more things to dodge. That's kind of all what the, each level is. This is just a different combination of obstacles. Okay. So you you could you could play it a lot. I'm just kind of not interested in, like, really getting extreme with my button presses. Like, it, it's almost like this is just... Like, the, at the by the end of normal, it's basically like a quick time event in just how fast you're having to press each button to dodge things. But, so Runner 1 had a slide, jump, block, and punch. This one has all of those, but now you can... There'll be obstacles to, like, slide jump, 
So you need to like jump between two skinny things. Um, there's also you your jump you can glide a little bit. So sometimes you're going to want a short jump. Sometimes you're going to want a long jump. Um, oh, I guess it had the spring before if you hold up. That's in here as well along with little like tr small trampolines. There's grind rails that you can go up and down on just by pressing up and down. There's little loop-de-loops that you can get additional points by rotating the stick while you're on there, as well as little kind of... Think of like a, like I don't know, like a full pipe, but it's like a diamond, and every time you get to one of the points, you have to hit one of the face buttons in order. So there's kind of like quick-time events in there as well now. Uh, there's multiple, there's alternate exits as well as multiple ways of finishing this, of going through the stage. So it'll be like, you know, you're running through the thing and it'll be like, hey, if you go up, here's a harder one, but you're going to get like a treasure chest because there's now additional characters. All the characters have like 10 different costumes. There's just, there's a ton in this game. They, they did a ton for this sequel mm -hmm. and it's really great. I had a ton of fun with it. Uh, the last world is like a Tron world and you even unlock like a Tron looking commander video. Um, other characters include Uncle Dill, which is like a pickle hillbilly kind of guy. Uh, there's also Reverse Merman, which is a fish on top and a human on the bottom. Ooh, okay. <laughs> which is, uh, those are probably my two favorites. There's like a Tin Man robot guy as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's just, it constantly keeps track of basically every jump you've done, so a lot of the achievements come from, hey, you completed... 10 of the rewards, you completed 20, 30, above, all the way up to like, like 90. So it'll be like, congrats, you jumped 5,000 times. There's one. Congrats, you have a total overall score of 10 billion points. Um, the retro stages are back, which in the first game, the only way to get a retro stage was after you finished a, a world, if you had gotten all the gold, it'll bring you to a really hard retro stage. They do this one differently, in which there are cartridges in 25 stages throughout the game and if you go into the cartridge like if you find it it brings you to like a 16-bit retro stage mm -hmm. and you get three chances to do it so they're a bit easier and they have a different song and stuff the music's fantastic in this game really good uh nathan i think specifically you will like world's fours music quite why are there it's just kind of dubstepy okay so that's kind of uh, weird. My question was, are there wubs in it? But okay, there's yeah. a bit of wubs. It's not like super dubsteppy, but it's kind of like there's at least one wub, so you'll be okay. There's oh, yeah, okay. there's 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 partial dubstep. I think dubstep was in their mind when they did the music for World Four. Okay. Um. Yeah, the one thing I may have to say against it is World Four and Five. Some of the background gets in the or blends in with the, some of the obstacles. Um, so there's a few times where it was like, man, I could not react to that fast enough because I didn't even notice it until it was like a third of the way through my screen. And that game comes down to, like, all caps here, split second timing. Um, well, I mean, like, but, the background or foreground stuff, uh, Runner had that kind of issue too in World 2. I don't even, I can't remember, like, anything. I, I remember it coming up every now and then when I was playing Runner. Okay. But yeah, I guess that's that's still a bit of an issue in World 4 and 5. I didn't have an issue with it in the first three. Um, and there's there's checkpoints in the in the levels. There's one checkpoint in every level, so you can kind of go through half of it, and then you'll just start from there at that point. You can also choose to jump over the checkpoints, which will get you a like a score boost, but then you can't use the checkpoint at, at any point. 
Um, there's oh, there's also like uh, speed up things. So if you go on the speed thing, you'll go, you'll get a higher score. But now you're running even faster, which that is hard. At by the end of the game, I was jumping over them because I was like, I can't take it. Sorry. Um, but yeah, runner two is really good, and at the end of the game, it says to be continued. So I can't wait for the next runner or next bit trip something happening. Uh, I guess that's all we've been playing. Uh, I guess I mentioned I'm playing Fire Emblem. Duh. Yep. But uh, let's move on to the news. Alright, news. What's going on in the news? What's going on in the news? Not a lot is going on. Um, Assassin's Creed 4 is coming out October 4th. So this year, duh. Yeah, we had talked about Black Flag last week, right? Right, but we had just known it was going to be somewhere in the fiscal year, so it could all the way be up to like next March. Uh, but now we have firm release date. But yeah, we have mentioned Black Flag. Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag comes out October 4th. Um, the next one, another just short one, Walking Dead Season 2, Telltale is currently aiming for fall 2014. Uh, so a little later in the year than the last season. So I guess here's the question then, is there anything coming out this year from Telltale? Or are they pretty much taking a year off to get caught up? Well, they've already mentioned that something Walking Dead will be coming between the two seasons. But which, that could uh, still theoretically be next year. It it could be next year, right? They're working on the Fables game as well, which will probably be this year. Oh, right, I forgot they had another project. What is so, that, though? Is that, like... Peter Molyneux's Fable related at all? Or no, no, no. Fables is a comic book. Oh, Also okay. by Image, so. So gotcha. it'll probably be, it might be kind of similar to Walking Dead. I don't know if they would do the exact same again. It's, it's, the exact same thing again, but uh, yeah, Fables okay, is a, comic, yeah. a pretty successful comic book series. Warner Brothers in DC, Bill Willingham, Eisner Award winning. Okay, gotcha. Oh, if it's Warner Brothers, then I probably have oh, are they Image? They might be Dark Horse now that I think about it. Well, it says DC Comics. DC and Warner Brothers. Yes, so you're right. It would probably it would be DC. That makes okay. sense. Okay. But yeah, that's a pretty big comic series as well. So yeah, that's it, what they're it's, doing. It's Vertigo. Vertigo. Yes, that makes sense. There we go. Um, so that might that'll probably be uh, fall this year. I'd have to assume. Um, as for the Walking the mid Walking Dead thing, I have no idea. But mm-hmm. next mm-hmm. year we get some more Walking Dead. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, next bit of news, uh, Jason West has left Respawn. Which, um, apparently this happened a long time ago, so the news was kind of, don't worry, this didn't break anything. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just, news... yeah, it hadn't come to light. So for those who don't know who Jason West is, he is one of the two people that uh, West started Infinity Ward yeah. and had a huge say in where Call of Duty is now. And then when the whole big debacle happened, he left, started Respawn with his buddy Vincent, that's his name? It, yeah, it was Weston Campbell. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Jason West has left. Apparently, it was Zampella. for like a family, family medical. Reasons, so it's probably more like that. It's probably more like he's got a sick child or wife is sick or something like probably, that. Probably, yeah. So it just kind of you. We're, what we're being told is you shouldn't assume this is going to like ruin the creative process on whatever respawn is currently doing. Right. Um, or I don't know if there's like an illness involved. It might just be like, yo, I got this fax fat stack of millions of dollars and we want to go on vacation No, later. no. If they were just going to go on vacation, they would just go on vacation. Right? I'm out. I don't need to make games But anymore. it could also be, you know, he's he's tired, right? Like, this dude has millions of dollars. He doesn't have to work. Yeah. So. But I believe I did hear it's, there's a family thing going on. Like a crisis? 
I don't like, know. You I, make it sound like a bad family. I, I think thing. they literally just said a family thing. Oh, okay. So it, it could be like sick for family, family issues or, or something. Um, and I think I also read somewhere that Respawn is planning on showing off their game at this year's E3, which sounds about right. Mm-hmm. It's so got sci-fi in it. Bets on how many people are going to be upset about it not being Call of Duty, or upset about it being kind of like Call of Duty. Well, it can't be Call of Duty, right? It'll they be like, wow, that. this is way it too. It could sore. be Duty of Calls. I guess it could be, but uh, apparently it's apparently supposed to be like a sci-fi shooter, so pr- maybe closer to Halo. Aliens of Duty. Halo mixed with Call of Duty, and they finally figured out it. Drone World Warfare. Warcraft put it in there, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. World of Duty. I'm yeah. I I don't know. I'm not super waiting on pins and needles for this. It's like okay, another shooter is going to come out, but yeah, Destiny, also, kind of shrugging. I'm actually shrugging right now. You can't see me. But you like Halo, so aren't you into Destiny? Didn't I? Halo Four was kind of boring, you know. I don't know if you heard last week's episode. Okay. But yeah. Speaking of sci-fi, no, I don't know. The Moon. Oh right! Speaking yeah. of to the moon, the I played to real. the moon this week. What? Okay, you oh you played to the moon. I forgot okay. to put that on the list. Um, that's kind of a interactive story, right? Yes, it is. I because I, I started played... playing it and I was just like, I wish I had this on like a tablet or something. I don't want to. It would here. be real nice on a tablet. Um, yeah. but I'm enjoying it quite a bit. So you haven't finished it? No, I I was just kind of like, I don't want to play something like this right now. So okay, the game's yeah. four hours long. Mm-hmm. Um. I think I'm three hours and 45 minutes into it. <laughs> okay. Uh, so that narrative's that, almost over. It's, it's Yeah. He's going to okay. turn it on, press one button, and it'll be over. Basically, mm. I think I have a cutscene to watch. But I'm okay. just like, I have to go to do stuff. I can't watch this and then the credits. Like, this is probably going to be a long ending thing. So the narrative wasn't that riveting that you couldn't no, put yourself No, I really away. quite enjoyed the riveting. I just, I didn't have, I had to do stuff. Okay. I have life. Okay. I have to, sometimes life gets in the way. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so this is getting a sequel. People do yeah, like so it. So the news story is that this is a getting a sequel. Um, I don't think they said when, uh, but the big thing they were talking about is they're get it's getting like a bridge sequel between the two, mm-hmm. called a bird story. Okay. So I think of it as like to the moon one point five, and apparently this is only gonna be like a thirty minute thing. But it ties together whatever this next thing is and this one. Right. Kind of, yeah. Bridges the is gap. it like free DLC? Like, what is this? I have, I'm not. No, a bird story is going to be a separate thing, I believe. So I'm, ass- they, I'm assuming they will sell it. My guess oh. is like five bucks. I don't know. For 30 minutes? I don't know. I have no idea. They haven't talked about price and stuff. I mean, I guess, you know, I did like that Blendo Games thing. So. 30 Flights of Loving isn't very long either, but. Yeah, I guess it depends. And a bird story will be coming out this summer. Um, there's a trailer online if people want to look at it. it has the nice visuals of uh, To the Moon. Mm-hmm. I guess I will say quickly about To the Moon since I did play that. I enjoyed To the Moon quite a bit. I thought it was pretty great. Okay. If you like, if you like, kind of vision. It's basically a visual novel that you can walk around in. For the most part. Yeah, actually, like sorry. This... It's a point-and-click adventure. That's what it is. Right. But you're walking around instead. Like I remember, I was looking for like a book or something, and then I unlocked something in the basement, and there was a bunch of weird glowing things. Right. That's like, probably the only like actual, un- you know, finding the key to unlock it. Then from there, it just kind of becomes okay. You're in kind of one floor of a house. Find the things that you can look at, and once you find all five, go to the exit. Ugh. And it's kind of that over and over again. And then 
with a ton of talking and cutscene yeah. stuff in between. Pixel hunting. Yeah. Uh, okay. But it's not like every time your mouse comes over top of the thing you need to find, it turns into a magnifying glass. So it is really easy to find everything. Okay. So, so you just kind of would, watch this narrative play out. Basically. I, I like yeah. it quite a bit. I really am enjoying the story quite a bit. Okay. Uh, and then this last thing, I what? don't know, how, Nathan, you'll have to get specific with it, but SimCity's broken? Uh, oh, Sim you City... haven't heard this at all? I have, but I just don't know what specifically Nathan's wanting to, like, talk about. Yeah, there's several different aspects of the SimCity story that are pretty amazing. Um, I guess, you know, I, 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 I've kind of thought it was common knowledge that this is an online DRM thing that was going to cause all these problems. Like, like people were kind of fearing the worst. Before yeah. it came out, tell us what's going on. Okay, um, SimCity uh, apparently came out on Tuesday. However, the servers are down very frequently, um, like a lot. And they've also started like fa- like cutting out some features. Like I, I remember Cheetah Speed seemed to be just removed from the game because it was putting tax on the servers. So they're kind of like trimming features that are putting extra stress on the servers, at least for now, until they can stabilize everything and get everybody playing. Um, this is, of course, just caused an ocean of rage on the internet, like, Amazon is getting spammed with, like, one-star reviews, Metacritic. Right, Amazon's actually stopped selling the game, I remember. The di- they're not selling the digital version right now. They're because, not, okay. they're not also honoring any, uh, pre-orders that were remaining. Okay. So physical copies aren't even getting sent out. Okay, um, yeah, there's been all sorts of... And I know just today, EA stops all advertising for the game. What? Yeah. I hadn't uh, heard that one. Yep. Okay. Um, this, yeah, like, there, when the game launched, it only had four servers, which, first off, that's fucking stupid. That seemed short-sighted, yeah. Yeah, that's two. that was two just for America. That's amazing. Yeah, like, I, I mean, it's weird, because, like, this obviously has a lot of cross-market appeal to a bunch of people who played SimCity 4, like, a decade ago, or the original one, like, 20 years ago. So there's right. a huge the big- group of people that don't know a lot about modern video games that want to play this video game. Right, um, and the big problem is that because the servers are down and this game, the DRM, involves it having to always be online to play it, Yeah, you can't play this game. Right, but not only that... You can't, you can't play that... single player at all. Like this, and this is the first SimCity, as far as I know, of that you can't do that, which is another reason people are upset. Well, it's kind of a multiplayer-leaning game, is kind right. of their I argument. guess, but I mean, like... This is only one of many issues I've heard about, though. A lot of people are also upset with how small-scale your cities are just by design because you have right. to share with right. regions. So it's actually, like, the smallest cities you've ever been able to make, but they're more detailed. Right, so, which, again, is because it's focused on having multiple cities to kind of... Create a region work. and work together yeah. and cooperate. And that's, that's where this multiplayer is coming in because you're supposed yeah. to be able to just interact with other people's cities and support each other. Right, which, I, I don't know, like, that, that whole notion seems kind of weird to me, but, like, I like just tinkering with my own city and making super cities, and you just can't do that now. Like, you're just not supposed to. But, aside from that, even, like, there, there's talk of, like, your game won't save on your hard drive. It has to sync to the origin server. Oh, I haven't so, heard this one. Yeah, so there's been people, like, you know, oh... Well, the server's now over full and I got bumped. Oh, well, I'll play it again later. Log in later. Nothing you did for the past hour has been saved. Yeah, so people have been losing their save files. If you transfer to another server, your city doesn't transfer, so you have to start all over again. Yeah, a lot of abandoning cities is going on. Uh, It's just been kind of a weird mess, which, 
I, I guess, like, one of the first reactions to some of the threads I was seeing was just like, wow, I'm really glad I don't work in video game retail anymore, because it sounds like there's just a lot of people who just don't, didn't understand that this was going to be the case, coming back and be like, I want my but, refund. No, my no, 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 here's the thing, though, and this is what gets me. I understand that this game is supposed to be online, multiplayer-focused. Yeah. But why the fuck would you only have two servers for the game in the U.S.? Um... I don't know. That's the dumb yeah, Nathan, thing. Why don't here. you tell us? I, I I'll phone my friends at EA and tell them to work on that. Like, no, it is fair though, because like it, this seems really short-sighted in an incredible way. Like, it's just like, didn't you want to sell copies of this game? Like, why weren't yeah. you ready to sell the game that you made? My um, my roommate's playing the game or trying to, and when I popped downstairs the other day, it was up to eight servers. So I mean, they're okay. getting more servers on there. Supposedly, they're getting more this weekend as well. But still. Yeah, this That's is just an incredibly, really, really awkward launch. Um, I'm kind of, I'm just kind of glad because I was interested in this game and because I, I really wanted to try out my PC with a PC game. Yeah, um, I'm just kind of glad I waited. And just oh didn't no! Have to yeah, a lot of the reviews coming out are basically saying like, "Hey, this might be good in like six months. We don't know, but for now, like, here's like a five. Like, it's kind of broken. Like, Gamespot gave it a five and basically just said." It's as of right now, it's not working, so we can't really give it anything higher than that. Yeah. What's been really weird seeing, like I, I've I've only recently become aware of Polygon as like a website. Their score has been fluctuating. Yeah, is... they orig- they originally gave it a nine point five, and then when on launch day, they're like, okay, this server s- stuff is ridiculous. They bumped it down to a seven, not eight. Oh, they gave eight. it an eight, and then as of like last time I checked, it's at a four. Wait, whoa. Yeah, I know. It's like it's so weird to see them kind of just like adapt with the like the public climate of the game. Like I, I'm assuming it's also their experiences are getting worse and worse as they keep trying to play it. But I think it's I because that, I could see that kind of being a good idea with almost all games with, with like patches and stuff, right? Yeah, to kind so of, kind of see where based their head on... is at of the idea of just I know hey, the game's just busted right now, so I can't, it's a bad score. And then right. you know, a week later, they fix the issue that was making it terrible. Oh, hey, now this game is, like, perfect. I do like it on one level because it does kind of acknowledge, like, look, 90% of people don't give a crap about the 19 paragraphs you just wrote. They're looking at the number. So as long as that number is current, that's fine. You know, like, you can't just add a paragraph at the end and be like, 9.5, except it's broken. Um, So right. we're having a bad time right now. Like, people aren't going to see that. So by changing the actual number on the thing... It'll hopefully dissuade people from jumping in and being like, wait, you told me it was awesome. But it's still really weird, because, like, no one else I know on the video game reviewing front does that. So there's been a lot of kind of chatter about that on Twitter and whatnot, about whether to just wait. Like, they sure, they, the consensus seemed to be, like, they probably should have just waste, waited posting any review at all if they weren't that but sure But I could see from just, like, a, nope. hey, we need clicks on our website perspective, that's oh, the big release. But, so yeah, there's also been people being like, oh, four scores, four times the clicks. Genius. You know? No, no, actually, I I can understand why people are cynical about that, but I fully agree with Polygon's idea of, hey, um, this review that we originally gave was based on pre-release situations, which is what happens with every game. Yeah. So now that things are different from launch, we have to change it. And I'm reading the uh, the change that made them drop the score to a four. And it's pretty much describing when they removed all those features like Cheetah Speed and everything else. Yeah, like that they're trimming the game to right. I, make I, I it I think it's a good right. idea. I think one question that kind of, like, if this almost became a norm or something, the question of, like, 
how long do you monitor this before the game is now irrelevant? Who cares what they're changing to it? Right. Like, it's just like every patch, it's like, oh, dude, it actually went up 0.5. So this right. game's or better like, now. Or just kind of like, so does Halo 1? Is it now like at like a 5 because it doesn't have online anymore? I'm pretty sure the only reason, they're doing this for like maybe the first week, or at least until they fix the initial issue. Oh, Halo 2, yeah, it's like, oh, the Xbox Live's down, so we're right, bumping this down. That's two. an important part of the game. Yeah, so I think it, be it just hilarious. becomes a question, and I'm sure it's more on a case-by-case basis. Yeah. But this almost becomes like a, well, this game, Game of the Year edition, should we review that? Because it's way better than, you know, the one without all the DLC and stuff. Right, right. Like, it's just like, Skyrim with all the DLC in it, this is even better. This is a better deal, so. Exactly, so. Yeah. It's, it's definitely interesting, I'm, I'm I, kind I, of. Curious this, to see if that became a, becomes a trend. This is also stirring up a lot of discussion about just like, wait, like even best case scenario, like all the servers are working and everything, this game will only exist as long as EA decides to keep those servers on. So like the legacy of this game is kind of tied to this weird business model. And people sure. are kind of just like, I play like, and there's been like way too many of these jokes popping up on the internet. But everyone's just like, what do you mean? SimCity works fine. And then it's like a screenshot of them playing the first SimCity, which, haha, I get it. But, you know, there is some point there, and that's like, it's been 20 years, and people can still play this classic game and still enjoy it. Whereas, like, 20 years from now, this SimCity probably just won't exist at all. I, I don't even think I'd go 20. I'd almost go 5. Yeah. Like, no, if they I... handle it the same way they do their sports games, like, it's just like, oh, no one's playing NBA 07 anymore? All right, turn it off. Shut these but servers remember... down. In five years, if they if SimCity Two is out, everyone or I would say like ninety percent of the audience has moved over. Well, but some people want to just go back to like ones if they really like the features of that one. They just want to build another city. I think the other way to look at it is if there's a case where it doesn't get a sequel, and the way it's getting the bad press right now, I don't know what they're going to do. Yeah, but, but like, like it, it depends. Like some of the game, most of the games that EA shuts the servers down for have sequels. Right. Like the but only this rare case I think is like Expendables or Mercenaries Two. But, like, it's been a decade since the last one, and you can still play SimCity 4. Like, I have SimCity 2000. I just got it, because I heard it was great. And this I is check really it out. similar to, like, look at your, like, PlayStation Plus, or just any of your, like, downloaded, downloaded. games. Those yeah. are only yours until Microsoft, like, pulls it or whatever. Right, but there's been some pledges from, like, I know Valve has done this. They're saying, like, hey, if it ever happens where we, like, just go under, we're going to hit this big old switch, and you get your stuff. You know, you right. you can you can download it. Um, like that's that's maybe an empty like you know promise or something, but it's there's been some assurance that that'll happen. Like it, it it's all this digital future. Like who owns anything anymore? Do I own my albums that I bought through iTunes? Like all of that discussion is happening again. But this one seems like you've granted an extra level of control to EA than normal, where it's just like, I don't even have this really on my drive. Like, this basically exists in a cloud somewhere, and I'm still paying $60 to play it, and it might not work at all. Like, it's it's kind of weird. It's it's definitely... I mean, par- part, of, part of me just wants to say, like, this has been the conversation around this game like, for a while, so you should have researched before you went and spent money at all, but I can still kind of sympathize with like the larger audience that is so baffled by these decisions that they want refunds and whatever. Like another but, example I'm yeah. thinking of is almost like st- games being streamed to you and like that 
feature like, that we want to happen, like online like, kind like of stuff. Online, yeah. yeah. If I spend, you know, $60, get my game streamed to me, and I can play it whenever I want, but then online is goes away, mm-hmm. I lose that game. Is that any better, or is well, it just... Well, online is a tiny bit different because you're paying a subscription fee. Yeah, it's like, I'd say that's kind of like my PlayStation Plus stuff. Like, I know I don't own that stuff. You know? Yeah. Right. Like, and like I don't with Netflix, own no one's going to be upset. You know, Netflix goes away. How come I don't have all those episodes I was playing? But right. This, this is the thing. Like, you in the case of Netflix and OnLive, you're paying for a service. Where in the case of SimCity, you're paying for a good. Right. You're still paying sixty dollars as opposed to like eight a month. You know, yeah. or fifty dollars a year. Like, if I was playing, like, buying a SimCity license to play it for one year, and it costs fifty dollars. Like, okay, I guess. Like, that, that's kind of a thing people were saying, is, like, if they were kind of transparent that this is kind of an MMO, instead of, right, like, just, yo, SimCity, check it out, like, it's I, a new I one. don't think, th- just the fact that we, the word subscription is there changes it that much. Let's say SimCity was $6 a month, well, you just paid for 10 months or whatever. Like, it's yeah. still, you're giving this money for, you know, for to play it forever or for this amount of time. But the problem mm-hmm. is, like, that applies to... All other games. What makes Sim- this SimCity different than any other game you just pay 60 bucks for? Like, anything... Like, an MMO is at least transparent about it. It's like, yeah, hey, you need online internet connection. Like, does it even say on the box you need an online internet you, connection? It, I, I think... I'm pre- it does. Like, okay, there was pretty a sure pretty detailed description of someone trying to get a refund at GameStop. Um, and then it does say that on the box, but they were asserting, like, well, it doesn't say that, you know, you have to wait on them to have that happen. Because his internet connection was fine. So he was like, well, that's not what it says or whatever. So he was kind of... This just makes me have the question, does every single game that come out need to have some kind of offline mode? And are companies just not allowed to do this? They are allowed. Let's say the servers are working fine and everything. But obviously the problem or the risk would still be there. If something happened and they went down, the game's gone. Do companies need to always have some form of... There's an offline mode. We, what I, what I don't understand is yeah. why didn't they just let them have an offline mode in the first place? Like it's well, I'm just saying, like they didn't. So I'm wondering, like I guess because you're saying they need an online mode, John. Every game from here on out, does it need to have an off- offline mode? And they're not allowed to do this, regardless of how stable the online is. It depends on the game. Why? That's the case. It, it depends on the game because people have certain expectations on like the sequel of series like SimCity. Right, but. They may have expectations, like, I'm, my expectations of Zelda is it's not an online game, and it, are they allowed to change those expectations, or do they have to stay You can change it, but you still have to have something for the people who were brought in for different reasons. Like, everyone... It's it's easier to get away with in a, in a new series than it is with a recurring series. Mm-hmm. Because in a recurring series, everyone has expectations about what's going to happen. And unless you're ridiculously transparent about it up front, people will bitch about it. In the case of a new series, no one has any expectations. You can do whatever the fuck you want. I feel like even... it doesn't. I don't think it should have to be only new series because I would love fresh new takes on current series. I know, but at the same time, you need to have some way that like your game can have a lifespan even when people are done with the server. Off, like, Let's say like I was living back home, back in Newfoundland. I wouldn't have an internet connection that I could play any online games on. But I would really love to play the new SimCity. Can't do fuck all with it. Mm-hmm. Right, but there's there's a ton of... Well, like, like if, if they on- named this SimCity Online, a... it would be a totally different story. Because then yes. it would just be like, oh, it's an online multiplayer game. No thanks, I just want to play SimCity. You know, like, it would be more 
like the, that they're re- saying this is a return to form, like this is essentially SimCity 5, there's a kind of trust, like promise that this is just like those old ones and it isn't at all. You know, um, it's, it's, sure, that's yeah. definitely they're switching or they're like marketing with it with an it's not like there. it's not really a bait and switch like if you've been paying attention to this game like i've known what it is for a while but a lot of people that this would appeal to like who are just walking through best buy and see like oh dude there's a new one like they're not gonna be like but i listened to like eight hours of dudes podcasting about this game and i know it has all these problems cause for sure it. like you know like that guy doesn't know so that's why it's kind of immediately exploding into this larger thing and I guess um, this is this is really similar to I think Nathan you brought this up a week or two ago. But you were talking how like some Facebook games are just gone forever. Oh, I'm trying to th- like I I don't remember specifically Facebook games, but like they will be gone forever if that's just because some of these only exist on Facebook. But apparently, yeah, so, like some Facebook were, games think, have gone away. I'm pretty away. sure you mentioned this that, that when they they're taken down, they're just gone because they don't exist anywhere besides on that server. Yeah, and companies I guess so. take them down all the time. I'm trying yeah. to remember. I don't, I don't remember me, us but... talking about it in a podcast, but yes, that is actually the case. Okay. Yeah. So, like, like yo, that, that yard I'm just kind of saying, you, you know, that, that happens. It, does is it more of an issue because we don't care about Facebook games yet? Well, they're kind of free. Like it, it, it's all kind of de- like based on what they're asking versus what you're getting, kind of thing. And like, hey, this is a free game. You can play 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 around with it for a while. Okay. Oh, it's gone now. Oh well. I mean, whatever. But, hey, I gave you $60, which I expect to have some, you know, that means something, right? And if it's not. And a lot of this seems to be in service of them kind of hooking you for, you know, online stuff, selling you things. Like, they kind of want you in this origin bubble. Like, seems to be part of what it is. Like, hey, you gotta work together with your friends. You gotta, you know, maybe buy some stuff here, buy some stuff there. For sure, but all games will have that. (sighs) I hope not. That I really hope all games won't have that. Like it's just like, you, dude, if you want the shield, you got to go to your. I did. I guess here. I just mean more the mentality of Online, whoever's creating aware. it will have some mentality of I want you to be playing this longer and come back for the next one, so I will find a way to hook you into, you know, my personal ecosystem. Mm, I suppose, but I I kind of just like the idea of like, yo, we made a really cool thing. Just do you want to play it? It's this number of dollars, and then you play it, and that's it. There's no kind of ongoing service element to it. But yeah, I don't know. It's been weird. It's like what the whole internet is complaining about right now. Um, it, it, like a lot of D- Diablo three comparisons are coming up too. But yeah, because guess... Diablo three, I think, was a slightly bit worse because it had a single player component, but you couldn't play it without right. being online. Yeah, which I guess related to their auction house or whatever. Did they get that up quicker? The, the auction house? No, just like Diablo three. Like I remember there was the Arrow thirty seven thing for like yeah, a while after it came only, out. That went away Actually, a couple weeks later, I believe. That oh, it was weeks later. Okay, I I thought it was like you know, it's only been a few days since this started happening. So I was wondering, if it was like, was it like day three when they finally really had it going, or was it ongoing problems for a while, and it's still kind of I don't remember, and I didn't I didn't play it, so I don't know. Yeah, but. Uh, this yeah, it's definitely raising a lot of questions about whether or not this is a good thing. Like petitions, all the normal stuff. You know, please give us an offline mode. You know, people being like, if if a pirate figures out how to do that, they will have made this a better game. They already have. D- really? There's li- literally day one. People hacked it to play offline only. Pirates. 
are having a better time playing SimCity than legitimate purchasers, which but, is also another reason people are pissed off. Yeah, that at that point, that's not good. Mm-hmm. Really? I, I hadn't heard that there was actually a good way of doing that. I, I've seen from a couple different people that the hackers have figured it out. I haven't gone around looking for it, mind you, but okay. I've been told through from multiple people it's already been hacked. Okay. Yeah. And it puts Maxis in a weird spot. Like, there's a lot of sympathy towards the developers happening, too, because it's like the game part of it seems like it was actually pretty creative and fine, but all this business stuff that's on top of it doesn't seem to help it in any way. So it, it's just kind of a weird, sad thing. Um, and I've been thinking more and more about playing old SimCity games, because I like city managing, but... Animal Crossing! Animal Crossing. It's not like that. It, it's a lot different, but okay. It's more like this Alright, let's go on to the questions. Questions! Emails! Nope, just questions. Questions! Yeah, or these, these aren't from the email? We have emails and questions. Okay. Questions in our emails. Okay. This is Nathan. This is your section. All right. Um, topdownspective at gmail.com, TDP podcast on Twitter, um, Facebook. It's also on there. Uh, hey, this is from Ronan. Hey, guys. Kind of a weird question. Have you guys ever cried while watching a cutscene? If so, what game and why? Probably, I but I don't remember. Mass Effect 3 ending, yo. Really? Yeah. I All was right. sad when Mario jumped on the Goomba and the Goomba died. In the cutscene? <laughs> it was very tragic. Yeah. No, it's sad. All those turtle murdering that happened. Um, I think I, maybe like when I was playing Journey, but I think I was when I was playing Journey. But I don't know. I'm an emotional dude sometimes. So, yeah. Yeah, I happen. have not. Okay. I want to say I got the feeling from Silent Hill 2. Silent Hill 2. Was it during a cutscene, though? I don't know why this specifies cutscene. Like, sometimes I get to a point where I'm like, oh, man, that's really sad. And then I'll be like, I try to, like, well up some tears. And I'm like, no, stop. And that Mm. stops. I'm trying to think there's, like, a more recent example. But I guess that's just last year. It was both of those. One time in Legend of Zelda, I borrowed a sword from an old man, and I cried because I took the sword from the old man. (laughs) Okay. I don't know if that's a true story. There's a weird tone on the way you said that. It's very false. Very false. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I felt Metal Gear Solid 3's ending was, like, trying so hard to do that. Three or four? Three, but four... Four definitely had a very emotional ending. I, I just, I was annoyed with things about that game, so I wasn't Spoilers. caught up in that one. I, dude, it's, I, I don't know what happens, I just know there's 90 minutes of it. There's, there's <laughs> a movie after you beat that game, and it's mostly dudes talking, and there's a guy in a wheelchair. But, spoilers. Um... I don't know. Video games, sometimes I guess they, they figure that out. Sean, not even during Walking Dead? You weren't like, oh no! Come no. Like, I can definitely acknowledge, like, this is uh, this is really sad, or this is really emotional. I oh, just okay. never really cried. Ever. In my life. Over anything, whoa. So While I flex and rip hardened. my shirt. Okay. <laughs> um. Alright. Uh, next question is from Tamra. Uh, two questions for you guys. Are you at all interested in Bit Trip Runner 2 or any other Bit Trip games? I think I can speak for all of us. Uh, no. Nope, not at all. Yeah, not really. So, I'm joking. Sean loves those games a lot. Uh, we talked about them. Um, yeah, no, I, I think we've all played Runner 1 at least. I played Runner Run 1 um, and Bit Trip Beat, I seem to just keep wandering back to on different platforms. Are those the only two Bit Trip games you played? I think so. 
I I've played a bunch of them, but most of them were at your house, Sean. So oh, okay. What yeah, the I've played, what's the I've played all called? except the last Bit Trip game, which was Flux. Fate. 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 Yeah, because I played Flux. Okay. Um, and then Runner Two. What's the one where you kind of have like a T in the middle and you're shooting that's, out? That's Core. That's my favorite one. Okay, I think I played Core as well. I like Core quite a bit. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Then you know, th- those are games. Um. If a game releases on multiple platforms, um, what is the deciding factor for you for getting it on a specific platform? Price, bonus content, controls, like yeah, what what tips the scales? Usually bonus content. Like that's the same. Re- that's the only reason I bought Batman Arkham Asylum on PS3. Oh okay. Is like I want to Joker stuff. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. Um, Sean probably achievements. It's you know this is a really interesting time because I've I've been I've been really thinking about this mm-hmm. and I think price or like bonus content is, are starting to become bigger factors for me. Okay. Um, I'm, I definitely I do I do still like my achievements. So if there's like no real difference, I'll just mm-hmm. go 360. I also do like that controller quite a bit, but I've been looking more at my PS3 because st- or sorry not my PS3 my PC because I, ha- I still get that nice controller and they're usually a bit cheaper. Right, right. Um, however, what I've really been liking about the PlayStation is a lot of the games are having cross-buy with my Vita, which that's also quite nice. Okay. Um, so, however, sometimes it's also just which did it come out on first, because I just want to play it now. Okay. I'm trying to think, like... I You've guess been it, going Wii U a lot recently. I've been going Wii U a lot just because I kind of want that novelty of that controller. And, like, ideally, if it had you know, you could play it individually on this touchscreen elsewhere. That would be a cool... F- like, the cave, for example. That's why I thought I hoped it would have that. Um, But, generally speaking, I guess, it like, part of it's also just, like, what I've heard. Like, occasionally there'll be a game that is... has a better frame rate on one platform versus the other. Like, Bayonetta was an example of that. Like, 360 was better than the yeah. PS4 counterpart because of weird frame rate issues and whatever. PS3. Yeah. The PS3 was having weird issues. Yeah, you said PS4. Um, oh, PS4. Yeah, it's going to have weird issues. No, I don't know. Yeah, never mind. Sorry. Pretty safe um, bet. A yeah. Bit, a I bit. think it's the word PS... It's on my screen right now, so I... Whatever. Wires crossed. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. Price, maybe? Like, I've kind of given up on achievements as a thing, so it's mostly, like, if it's on Steam and my computer can play it, fine. I'll probably do it there. But, yeah. Um... Oh, it's like, I'm a huge fan of you guys. Thanks for making an awesome podcast for your fans. That's nice to hear. You're Thank welcome. You. Thank you. You're not um, Thank you for listening. <laughs> uh, this next question is from Allison. Uh, you guys are more knowledgeable about this thing, but apparently you want to dance around it. Why is marriage a thing in Fire Emblem? Um, because it, part of the, it was also in previous games, apparently. But uh, yep. basically, it's just like the end tail of a support tree if you have a male and female partner working together. And there's a a big story element for like the second half of the game that plays into in, that. In Awakening. Yep. Yep. Ta-da. Okay. Marry so your characters, it. it'll it's beneficial. Yeah, it's okay. a good idea. Um alright. Uh next question about PS4. Will all of you be purchasing it, or will it depend on how high the price is? How much do you think it will be? It'll depend for me on what's on the system. 
Okay, like exclusive games? I will games? get it, probably no matter what, unless it is like $1,000. I think my new rule of thumb is I need at least three games on the system to interest me in buying the system. Okay. What were the three for the Wii U? Uh, Mario, Zombie U, and Nintendo Land. Okay. Plus I also picked up Ninja Gaiden, Tank, Tank, Tank. And, and Pikmin's coming out, I think out, it's a pretty yo. safe bet. You'll be able to find three. Based on what I've seen so far, not really. Watch Dogs is the only one. And that's on other stuff, too. Um, so you're not really feeling the, you know, Infamous? You got the second I, song? Maybe if I play through Infamous 1 and 2. Like, I didn't finish the first one. Knack. I thought Knack looked cool. Knack looked all right. But it's not really a system seller to me yet. No, I know. That's fair. Um, And, like, The Witness is coming to a bunch of other stuff. So yeah. I want to play that, but it's not like, oh, I need the PS4 to do that. Yeah, a lot um, of the games that would have really sold me on it were just like, yeah, it's also on the PS3. Oh, okay. No, yeah. I'll just probably play it on PS3. I, I don't know. Like, it's it's kind of... It's pretty early to call in a lot of ways, but it, it looks interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of curious I just, about how show, show me the price point. And then I'll change. If it's like a low price point, then I'm all over it. What's low nowadays, though, considering what it has? Like, it's like, hey, it's five hundred dollars. Would you buy that? It's. I think it's gonna be cheaper than the PS3 was at launch. Yeah, but that was. It that needs. Was it almost needs to be right. So it's like, hey, four. I don't think they can go higher than five hundred. So it's four ninety nine ninety nine. Three fifty. I'm. So my guess for the second half of this question. Four four fifty. Okay, so three ninety nine ninety nine. I'm thinking four ninety nine ninety nine. I think four. I think five hundred. The four ninety nine nine is a pretty safe bet for at least one of the models. Yeah, if they do the kind of split thing again, like, they're gonna like, they're hey. gonna do it again. I think. It, but it, keep in mind, it is not the same economy as it was before. Mm-hmm. I know, but like I I don't know much, but Will Smith was saying there's some expensive stuff they're talking for about. sure. Yep. So they can't take the biggest loss in the world, but. Hmm. My guess is four hundred. Four hundred. Okay. I, like at a price like that, I could see. Yeah, probably. I know? don't think it's gonna be that close to the Wii U's price. I, I honestly think it's gonna be four fifty minimum. Hmm. All right. Price is right. Rules. Okay. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, th- they'll that'll probably be announced in like three months, right? E three time. So. Uh, I Hopefully. think it'll probably be announced in the fall, just like Wii U's was. Like a just kind of a bad surprise just before it's like I, hey, I don't know because Sony, the Wii U Sony didn't and... get a price launch until like a month before it came out. Yeah, but keep right. in mind the PS3 and the Vita both got their prices announced at uh, E3. Oh right, yeah, you mentioned that before. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, um, yeah. Okay, uh, who here is buying Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon? Yep, yep. But I gotta wait till I get back from Boston. Okay. When does that come out? Uh, it's the Sunday of PAX East, so calendar-wise, that's the twenty-fourth. Okay. Yes, I will. I will probably. Oh, I think I'm pretty sure I'm getting it. Okay. Nathan, are you gonna be play- sad that you're not playing Luigi's Mansion? I don't know. I kind of want to play that first one again. See how I like it. Still, like I, I thought it was cool a decade. I played ago. it back at PAX last year. Like, well, the new one, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, but. I don't know. I'm 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 kind of more bummed out. I haven't played uh, Super Mario 3D Land of 3DS games. I haven't. You got to get on that play. 3DS train, dude. I know. Um, someday, but yep. not right now. Um, anyway, uh, once again, you can write us uh, email topnetperspective@gmail.com, Twitter TDP Podcast, uh, Facebook, and also if you want some free stuff, uh, check out the Steam group 
Sean put some more things in there. Um, I have a couple codes ready to go to for, like, you know, indie bundles and whatnot that have come. Uh, or, hey, if you want to play, you know, the ship, hook you up. Play hook this me up. Ship. I already said that. Okay, I'll... All right. I forgot. I <laughs> now Nathan has no codes to give away. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. Sean took it. Um, but, yeah, you can do that. And uh, Games of the Week, you guys... What were the best ones? Fire Emblem Awakening. Fire Emblem Awakening. No way. I know. Holy cow. I, I I'll be honest. I was gonna play Castlevania Lords of Shadow: Mirror of Fate, the 3DS Castlevania. Yeah. But then everyone was like, "Yeah, there's a pretty big spoiler for the uh, Lords of Shadow game at the beginning of the game." So I'm like, oh, "Okay, I'll I'll play that first. It's like 30 what? hours though, dude. Are you kidding me? What? what are you doing? What? <laughs> Don't it's a go big play game. Lords of Shadow. Why? Because you'll never finish that. Why will I never finish Lords of Shadow? Because like you love Devil hours. May Cry and you haven't finished that. Mm. Yeah. It's really long, too. That's what people say. Because you were really liking Metal Gear Rising and you haven't finished that. Because you bought Walking Dead and you haven't started that. I also just want to, like, has the story ever really mattered in a Castlevania game? And we're like, oh shit, Alucard is what? Oh man, Alucard backwards is Dracula? Oh damn it, guys, come on! There's How did I not see that? Damn! Oh, I guess yeah. I can play the 3DS one now. Yep, you're good. Thanks. Sorry, thanks. That really. was a twist. No, but... seriously though, like I don't know. Look, but maybe the plot. I, is I'm weird about things like that. I'll be honest. No, it's okay. Like I've heard good things about Lord's Shadow, the first one. But I think I think the main problem I had was thing. people were like saying, "Holy cow!" There's like a big plot twist in Lord's of Shadow, and I was like, "Oh, don't say that." Vinny Caravello was actually talking about it, and yeah, yeah, it sounds like it has some cool business in it. If but if, it, if I had not heard that, then I would have already jumped straight into Mirror Fate. Okay. Well, all right. Do you own Lord's of Shadow? Like, is it just sitting there waiting to go? Yes. Okay. Well, all right. Play, do a 30-hour binge like I did this week on Zelda, and you'll finish it. I'll, I'll see. I gotta get ahead of. I gotta get a bunch of work done before packs. So. Oh, okay, okay. Anyway, um, all right. So Fire Emblem Awakening, uh, Sean. I'm assuming. I, I I have an assumption, but what what's your game of the week? I really liked To the Moon. Oh, okay. But I have to give it to Runner Two. Yeah. There you go. Which is sad to me because that means I can never give it to To the Moon. Well, unless you beat you, you still have to beat it. So maybe right. I'd be like, wow, that ending was so good. Yeah, and then Based maybe just trumps that everything I'm about alone. to play that's currently on my desk. Yeah. Maybe. maybe. Um, and I, while I only did play the one game this week, Skyward Store is still really good. So, yeah. It's a good Zelda game. I'd be really impressed happy. if you didn't actually give it an award at all. Yeah, it's just like, no, there was no game of the week this week. None of them were good enough. But you like, have to. No. Even if you play games that you hate all week, you have to pick a game of the week. No, yeah. No, this one was legitimately really great, though. Like, I was... Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, thanks. So this thanks time next us. week you'll be done? Oh, yeah, probably. Like, I, I was kind of bummed out I couldn't get back to that last dungeon last night. I just got back too late. But, um, yeah, I guess I could have talked about that. Uh, vol- c- casinos are weird, dude. I don't know if you know. I helped I've out at casinos, one. casinos, yeah. Yeah, like, working in one is kind of strange, because, like, there's not a lot of work to do, but there's you so much money. You work in a casino now? No, no. Well, like, uh, local community centers kind of volunteer there, and oh, okay, then they get sure. some of that funding. So they funding. outsourced you? Yeah, so I, w- I was there for a day, and if, like, that one shift is any indication of what that's like, what a weird life. Because it's just like, hey, sit in this room, when this phone rings, you gotta go do something for, like, five minutes, 
But in the meantime, eat as much like pizza as you want. Uh, Adventure Time's on, or you know, that sounds hey. like the best thing. It yeah, that does sounds sound pretty good. Com- it is, but like at the same time, you're just combating boredom like the whole time. No, so you bring your DS. Yeah, like I, I basically went in under equipped because I was just like, oh, really? It's this much sitting? I should have brought that book I was reading, and I should have brought my DS. Cause... Right, and it's a job. You don't know if you're allowed and stuff. No, you totally are. Like it's like, dude, however you want to spend your time in this room is totally fine, just as long as you can hear that phone. So <laughs> it's like, all right, crazy. And you're, so yeah, we were, catch like, up watching on every movies. book you ever wanted to finish. Pretty much, yeah. I was just like, well, if I brought my laptop, like, there's so much crazy. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know. I, I'm not sure if you could get a job as a chip runner, and like someone pays you to do that too. But if you can, if you if you live a sedentary lifestyle, it might be worth looking into because it's pretty easy. All right, good to know. There's your yeah. advice. Pro pro tips. Tip of the week: casinos. If you're morally fine with it, maybe work in a casino. Anyway, thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. Have a good March. Take it easy, guys.